Welcome back to another episode of Two Sisters in a Cult. This one's going to be a little bit different. We are gearing up, or at least Alicia, myself, if you don't know my voice now, <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> shame. Oh, Shun the non-believer. Shun. so i am going to be gearing up to do jonestown that's going to be at least a three-parter so yeah buckle the fuck up it's gonna be amazing But today we wanted to talk, it's going to be a mini-sode, a little shorter, because last week's episode was ginormical. That's a word, in case you didn't know. Um, It is. Look it up. It is. (laughs) So (laughs) we're going to do a mini-episode about the coronavirus and the way that churches and religious organizations are responding to the order to be closed or the lack thereof. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, Jada, do you want to start us off? Well, I found a pretty recent article on CBS News. <laughs> um, it's not funny, but it's, you know, people. Yep. A Louisiana pastor named Tony Spell was placed on house arrest last week. Um, he was charged after he decided to hold mass gatherings during the public health order you know, to not do so because of the coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and as of April 26th, this guy is holding services in his own house again. Oh, no. Yeah. It was, he, he, he Facebook live streamed it. No. Uh-huh. And the video showed him walking around among, it says, more than 100 congregates often repeating the phrase, I've just got to get to Jesus. Come on, America, let's get back to Jesus. Okay, wait a minute. So this guy, one, he's totally breaking the order of like 10 or less people. But Mm -hmm. also, like, if it's an evangelical church, he's probably touching people too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nearly all parishioners were not wearing face masks and social distancing was not being practiced. Mm. (laughs) so yeah and then it goes on to say that police department in a suburb of baton rouge where he lives says on their facebook page that he turned himself into the department last week on charges of aggravated assault and improper backing Hmm. do you know what improper backing is i don't oh accidents are a type of motor vehicle collision that occurs when a person is backing up and can't see various items or people he must have hit somebody. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> that escalated um, quickly. <laughs> with aggravated assault, though, I'm going to say that those two things were done at the same time. Yeah, it sounds like you backed Improper backing was the assault, it sounds like. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I yeah. hope the person is okay. Yeah, seriously. As we said, he's broken his house arrest and had over 100 people in his house, but apparently he's been doing this little one-man show since Easter because he saw hundreds of people still going to church and he was like, yes, I love it. Let's do it. And I'm sure he's taking up a collection offering. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And by that, we mean cash money dollars, people. Cash Cash money dollars. Dollar bills. 
Oh man, what was the um? You said, do you have still have it open? The meme that you saw. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is fun. <laughs> so somebody on Tumblr or Twitter, Tumblr says, "I'm confused why the whole Kansas Supreme Court is even happening. I mean, God is everywhere, right? Can't ministers just stream their live services? Can't people sing prayers at home? Unless God isn't everywhere, is He only new collection plate? Is that it?" So I have a lot of issues. I don't have any issues with what they said, but I have a lot of issues with the idea that God is one, that God is not everywhere. One, she is Mm -hmm. everywhere. Yes, she is. Two, like we have so many virtual ways to pay people that if you really wanted to, you could so easily. And I mean, come hire me because I can tell you exactly how to do it and I'll make some cash money dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's so easy to... One, stream a live service on Facebook, put a link to your PayPal, your Venmo, your Mm -hmm. Stripe. I don't even care. You can have people paying you cash money dollars online. It happens. People do it. Send you checks, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like your, your church can still be thriving and growing. And I mean, I have friends who are religious and did the Easter service and did all these things, but most of them did that from their own homes. And so they're still probably giving to their church. They're probably still giving their 10% or whatever it is that the God requires, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. like you have other ways to do this. I don't understand why. And this is why I wanted to talk about this today and why I think we agreed to talk about this today is this idea of cults and religious and how religions are simply cults who have survived the test of time. They're trying to control your life. They're trying to take over like every single aspect of your life to the point where you are going to die of the coronavirus, not you specifically, but there are people dying of the coronavirus because they're going to these services because they think that you know what? God's going to, if God wants to protect me, God's going to protect me. You're putting yourself in harm's way. It's like saying, well, you know what? I'm going to jump off this bridge, but if God wants to protect me, God's going to protect me. No, you still have to use common Mm -hmm. sense in your life. Anyway, I'm getting off my soapbox again. (laughs) I'm always on my soapbox in these things. No, man. (laughs) No, you are not. It doesn't make any sense. Well, no, but did you see, I mean, everybody has seen it by now, I'm sure, but Trump and his press conference talking about UV light, very powerful, some kind of very powerful light, or uh, maybe there's some other way that we can get it into the body through injection or uh, some other way, maybe some yes. disinfectant. Yes. It, it kills it in one minute, right? I saw a meme about that, or somebody commented about it, and they said, 2020 is the year of evolution. Either you have evolved (laughs) enough to know what you should and shouldn't do. Or you have not and you shall die. (laughs) You have not and you will die. I mean, there was a guy in New Mexico who inject, like, drank Listerine. Or not Listerine. um, Bleach. Even that, though. Yeah, he drank Lysol bleach to keep him from getting the coronavirus. And he died, obviously. Obs, guys, obviously. Obs. But, like, it's really, we're at the point where people are listening. And I didn't watch the, I don't watch anything political. I don't listen to anything political. I just see whatever friends post. But 
like we're at the point in humanity where it's almost like and i i also saw that even beyond the coronavirus like young people are dying of heart attacks like and heart issues and all these other things because of the stress and the Mm. strain of what is happening to our economy and i like am seriously so sympathetic and empathetic to what is happening and the people who are whose lives are impacted by this like it is no freaking joke and i it uh i just want everybody to just like be happy and get along (laughs) just live happy lives but this year is going to be the test of how one how much self-care have you been doing up to this point because i'm not sure i could even survive what's happening if i didn't already have something of a self-care practice and self-love care like practice built up to this point i think i would probably lose my mind but um yeah i saw that the there's so much news like there's terrible news terrible news terrible news um the medical doctor and leading scientist or whatever of the coronavirus unit in new york city um killed herself oh my god yeah that's awful. Like people are struggling and this world is struggling right now. And I don't think that the collection offering at a church is really as important as they're saying it is. And I don't, mm-hmm. yes, I think you should support your pastor if that is what you ascribe to. And if you would like to help pay for him and his family to be able to survive, then sure. But I don't think that like there's one pastor who's a, has a mega church and he was preaching that he needed another jet because he wanted to be closer to God. Fuck that dude. Like, <laughs> you're taking money from people who actually need it and putting it to buy a jet when there are people starving in the world. And there are people who like, just to be closer to God, like I'm all about living your best life, but do you really need another jet? <laughs> right. I don't fucking think so. How ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, so the article that I saw was from The Guardian. Um, A Florida pastor was arrested for holding church services despite local coronavirus restrictions. And he complained that he was a victim of, quote, a tyrannical government. Oh, God. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people complaining about that. It's bad. I think, um, I mean, I'm all for rallying and I'm all for protesting and I'm all for that stuff, but be safe guys. Like really don't. And I feel like our audience, if we attract the right people are not these people. (laughs) Right. Hopefully. Um, it's mostly just us talking. I mean, I've seen, I, I, I can't support the rallying because I saw people standing with signs saying, let me get a haircut. Don't take our golf season away. Like, massage is essential. I want my teeth cleaned. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that. I don't, like, there are certain things that are worth dying for, and there are certain things that are not worth dying for. And it's not really even about you dying or someone in your family dying, but you infecting someone else whose family member dies. Like, mm-hmm. I was trying to explain and we can talk about this. I was trying to explain to Jude about what's going on in the world and the coronavirus and that grandma couldn't visit for Easter because of the coronavirus. And he's like, when will this coronavirus just stop running around, get tired and die? And I'm like, yes, we all want that. But Mind like, blown. Yes. But trying to explain to him, like, 
I said, you know, people are dying in the world because of the coronavirus and people are getting really sick and it's really sad. And he was like, well, we're not going to get sick. And I said, you never know, but like, think about it. How do you feel? And trying to teach him empathy. Like, how would you feel Mm -hmm. if grandma died because of the coronavirus? And he was like, I'd be really sad. And I was like, well, that's how they feel because there are grandmothers dying all over the world right now. And people's grandmas Mm -hmm. are dying because of the coronavirus. And he was like, oh my God, that's terrible. So like explaining it to him in that way where he understands. And then like we watch YouTube videos and they keep showing the ad of YouTubers saying, stay home, stay healthy. Don't like stop the spread of coronavirus of COVID-19. And (laughs) he was like, we know we're doing our, we're doing what we need to do. <laughs> like yelling at the ads. Like, and I was like, dude, they're saying that, you know, one, it's an ad, but two, they're saying that because there are still people out trying to, you know, party and have fun and do all these things that they're not supposed to be doing. He was like, well, they need to stay home. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When will they stop yes. running around, get tired, and die? <laughs> yeah. Not die, minus the die. Minus but. the die. We don't want anybody <laughs> to die. In executive orders issued a quick secession this week, the Republican governor of Florida, well, it was this week, but it was also April 5th, so earlier this month. Um, mm-hmm. He designated religious services as essential activities. And then he swept away the rights and of cities and counties to ban that, which I think is not okay. Hmm. Um, He says, I don't think the government has the authority to close a church. I'm certainly not going to do that. In Easter season, people are going to want to have access to religious services. But that's the thing is that we lit like we don't live in Black Plague era where you can't even like go out and have conversations. I mean, you and I are 14 hours away from each other having a goddamn conversation. Right. It's a pretty awesome one. But <laughs> I thought so. Yes. <laughs> when we're having a conversation, we don't have to be up each other's butts just to do it. Like we live in the era of technology and the ability to use technology for good. Anyway, back on my soapbox Mm -hmm. here. I'm going to step off a little bit. Girl, stay up there. (laughs) 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 So a lot of people are still uh, attending church services. This weekend I was driving. I went to Lowe's to pick up uh, some plants because I needed a garden and be outside in nature. So I wore my mask. I wore my filter inside of my mask. This lady was like almost all up on me. I had to tell her to back up. Trying to be safe. Wash my hands when I actually got in the shower when I got home because I don't play. So many people are still attending church services. And on my way home from Lowe's this weekend, that's what I saw. I saw churches with at least 15 cars in them. Like people are still attending churches. But a lot of the leaders of the large religions, such as Mormonism, Catholicism, Islam, and various denominations of Judaism, are closing their houses of worship and urging services to take place online. They care about their people and they want their people to survive. I feel like any preacher or pastor who says you have to be here to meet God Mm -hmm. is, one, not a good leader, but also is simply does not care about his flock. 
especially during this time. I think it's bad enough that they try to get you to come to church just by going door to door. Like, you don't know if I'm Christian already. I could absolutely love the God that you worship and just want to do that in my own house. How dare you? Yeah. Think otherwise, sir. How dare you? Seriously. So an open letter to Catholic bishops called for public mass and access to holy sacraments. It's gaining traction online and pushed by a newly formed group of theologians and ministers calling itself the Easter people. Guys, we have a new cult. (laughs) The Easter people. Oh, yay. Uh, Okay, so what do you imagine that the Easter people walk around with? Because I'm going to imagine pretty funny shit. Ooh, ooh, I want to say palm fronds. I want to say some, probably some crosses. Um, Yes. Pastel colors. Bunny ears. (laughs) (gasps) Yes! Because you gotta cater to everybody. Not even Christian. That's like the opposite of Christian. (laughs) But it feels necessary in my... uh, All right. (laughs) My vision of what they look like. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's your vision, not what they're actually doing. No, not at all. Okay, okay. Imagining what they look like. (laughs) Well, then it's perfect. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. So they said something is terribly wrong with a culture that allows abortion clinics and liquor stores to remain open, but shuts down places of worship. I have a lot of issues with this statement. Uh, yeah. Planned Parenthood centers are not just for abortions. I'm going to repeat that for the people in the motherfucking back. Planned Parenthood is not (laughs) just for abortions. It is not an abortion clinic. It is a place where people who do not have health insurance or have really shitty health insurance can go to get medical services, any type of medical services that have to do with sexuality. So your birth control pills, your condoms, your things like that, things that help to keep the population from getting too big or people who are not ready to financially take care of children to still enjoy sex. Like even if it was just for abortion, that is a medical procedure. Get off your high fucking horse. Church is not a medical procedure. Yes, you're correct. Planned Parenthood is more important in a pandemic than your church. What about liquor stores? I got a lot to say about liquor stores too. I mean... I think that's another form of church. Why do they call it spirits, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My thought is there are people out there with alcohol addiction. Mm. If you close those liquor stores, there are going to be more issues than the local enforcement can actually handle. And I think, mm-hmm. especially like in North Carolina, the liquor stores are government run which is already weird to me, Mm -hmm. but all that aside, and they're closed on Sundays anyway, bitch, please. But I feel like there are people out there who have addiction and like, it's just going to create a black market for it, if anything. But like, you've got all these parents at home who might want to, you know, loosen up a little bit when their kids go to bed after having to pandemic school their children like Mm -hmm. you can't just close a liquor store a church does not do that for anyone in a way that it can't do it over the internet didn't they say everybody shut down but essential businesses when did a church become an essential business it's not a business i don't remember that ever 
ever happening. If anything, they are exempt. So <laughs> like, it's not even a business. It's not even a business. Nope. You sell me lies. <laughs> Sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so according to the group, Pennsylvania was the first to move on March 19th when it enacted a clause that exempts the operation of religious institutes from its closure order on physical premise of quote, non life sustaining business, but it's not a business. They're calling it like, I get that spirituality is a really important part of people's lives, but when did your spirituality come before you actually being alive? Right. You know, unless you're in a cult that talks about doomsday and the end of the world, and we're all going to die anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. When I- did a spiritual, like, okay, your, your Christian practice is your spirituality, but church is a book club. Yeah. When did a spiritual book club become more important than breathing and making sure the rest of your book club stays breathing. (laughs) I don't know. I know my book club was canceled last week because of the coronavirus. So see, even a regular book club closed. Yeah. And it was a murder book club. (laughs) Oh my God. Definitely not regular. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) No, we just, we read books about serial killers and stuff. It's literally my favorite part that's amazing yeah i can get out of the house and i can talk to other women about serial killers and it's like it brings me life yeah don't judge me (sighs) have you seen killing eve yet it's a show about a serial killer you told me about it i think but i haven't seen it yet so what are our final thoughts on uh churches and the coronavirus and churches staying open during the coronavirus i think that i think it's ridiculous like my my job my work a physical therapy place is considered an essential business. And as far as I know, they're open right now, but I don't consider myself an essential worker, even though there are people for whom massage is essential. Mm -hmm. Very few people, not all of the people who get treated need it. You know what I mean? Like need it, need it. That being said, I, even if I myself was an essential person, I wouldn't go in because I'm living with, my mom's boyfriend, my stepdad of a sort, who has COPD and is in his 60s. And I'm not risking bringing other people's body flora into my house yeah. with this going on. I can't do that. And if me having a job where I could make the excuse and keep going and making some money, if I'm not even willing to do that to take care of a person, the rest of you can suck it up. Like, for God's sake. Yeah. That's what I, I, I definitely agree. And I think that it's important for people to understand that your spiritual practice starts with you and you alone. And yes, we are not churchgoers. We do not, we're not practitioners of that uh, particular arts. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that magic of sorts. We're well familiar with the magic, but Very we practice familiar. it no longer. <laughs> Maybe a little too familiar. And I feel like that's why we can speak to this so heavily because we understand yeah. the way the pastors think. We understand that the way uh, the way that a lot of these leaders are thinking. Mm-hmm. And I would say that there's probably 85% of them who actually give a shit about their people right. and are not sociopaths simply looking for authority over the people or money over the people. 
That's a very optimistic percentage, but I'll, I'll agree with you, I guess. I was going to say 90, but then I was like, that's a little too high. That's a little, <laughs> that's Wait, quite optimistic. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like there are genuine people out there who for really sure, believe sure. in it and also really care and give a shit about their people. But I do think that there are people out there like Jim Jones, a <laughs> little plug for next week, mm-hmm. um, who are sociopaths do not be- like, okay, real quick guys. Jim Jones did not believe in the man in the sky, but he was a pastor. He was a leader. He convinced over 900 people to like kill themselves or to kill other people. Like, I'd like to know how many people he converted. He himself. Directly. Yeah. Like he himself not being a believer in God, converting people to believe in God. Well, the thing is, he was a sociopath, so he it was very easy for him to mimic things. Mm. And we'll talk about it next week. But growing up, one of his idols was Adolf Hitler. Oh, Not wow. in the belief system, but he studied the fuck out of Adolf to see, or Adolf, whoever, however you pronounce it, I don't give a mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> but he researched him like crazy because he wanted to know how he commanded an audience. Oh, wow. That is dangerous. And there are yeah. pastors out there like that. Mm-hmm. There are pastors out there who are simply charismatic and are, one, cheating on their wife in the back or molesting children in the back or doing, you know, whatever else in the back that is clearly against all of humanity and all of, like, quote, what is good and what should be mm-hmm. done. Immoral. Yes, immoral. I think that there are pastors out there. And if you're a pastor, if you are a churchgoer and you just listen to this for shits and giggles, uh, hello, how are you? Nice. (laughs) But like, I don't think that there are, they're all bad. I don't think that, but I do think that there are really shitty people out there who have power, who have authority and are attracted to that and are simply sociopaths able to mimic it in a way that brings them more power. And those mm-hmm. are the people who are fighting to have their churches open. Yep. That is all we have to say for today. Like I said, this is going to be a mini episode. It's maybe a little longer than we anticipated for a mini episode. <laughs> That's all right. But uh, it was a good conversation. And I think that it's important, you know, do your own research. If you see things on Facebook, do some research, look it up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. figure out if the facts are right practice self-care and self-love during this time if you guys need recommendations on books or practices or even just like energy guides during this time please reach out uh always more than willing to send the you to the bright people um and we want you guys to stay safe stay healthy so we can catch you on the flip side don't don't join that cult <laughs>